and welcome to season four, episode 10 of the Manic Podcast. It's 2022, maybe the worst is behind us, maybe it's not. Sitting opposite me, through the powers of the internet, it's Tobias. Woohoo! And I'm sitting in my new home. And I'm also sitting in his new home. He just You're doesn't not. know it. I, I do know it. <laughs> I I'm, am uh, the... I'm under the sink. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm now going, are you? <laughs> yeah, it's dripping in here. You want to just kind of maybe just pass me a wrench or something? I'll just fix this sprocket. No, I tell, you what you, I tell you what you can fix. What's that then? We've never lived in a house which runs on oil before, and I think we might be out soon. Oh, oh oil. What's it? What's it? What's, what's, what's it do? For what? Uh, heating. Oh, heating, is it? Okay, fair enough. I oh. suppose that makes perfect sense. <laughs> I'm guessing. It's oil creates fire. Of, it's a mix of like, electric and oil. And oh. we're new to oil, and we're not really sure what to do about it. <laughs> I don't think I've ever lived with oil. Yeah, and we, we were given the advice to talk to our neighbours, because maybe we can get it on mass as a road. Yeah. But we're like, we, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and we've only got one bar left on the little gauge thing now. Oh, no. One bar of oil. One yeah. oil bar. Well, we started off with three, and now oh. we're on one, and I feel like I mean, it's a... Maybe you should take this as your, like, um, your sign to become an oil baron. Like, go out, find oil, s- strike oil. It's, that's not what's going to be happening. Got a big uh, field I've, behind I've, you, just start oh, digging. I have got a big field, and that's start quite dig- nice. Start digging. But no, it's, it's just a field. <laughs> it is. It is. And just... we've got some noisy geese. Some noisy geese? Yeah. Well, to countryside. Yeah, yeah, no, that's definitely a thing. How's the new house? We got some geese. Yeah, some noisy geese. They're not our geese. So, welcome if you've just tuned in. Welcome back to the uh, the Manic Wildlife Podcast. Now, if you're listening to this on the day of release, if I have managed to upload it on the Wednesday that we're planning it to, today is National Popcorn Day. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh, have a bit of popcorn. Have a bit of popcorn. I like toffee popcorn. Toffee, yes. Yeah. I feel like that's what they should have in the big tanks at cinemas. It'd all stick together as one giant clump. And then I'd have one big clump of popcorn. Yeah, you know, that's just one popcorn. <laughs> that's one. You can't charge me too much for it. No. They already massively overcharge for popcorn because it's not expensive to buy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> and we know that. I've worked in a cinema. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they come in some impressively big bags. Yeah, they do. <laughs> some of the American ones like pop it themselves. They get like this load of kernels and like lob them in. And they just they? pop the big, yeah, pop the big, that feels like a lot of work. No, nah, I don't want to do that. I like it already, no. pop, already pre-popped, please. It's basically coming out of the back of a van, like in a bag, like, here you have that, boom. <laughs> no. Popped <laughs> and ready to go. Popped and ready, much like us. Yeah. <laughs> popped and ready to go. We're, we're no tight kernels. <laughs> don't know what that was. If we ever need to rebrand... We should be the tight kernels. <laughs> or maybe if we start a band. Oh, that's unlikely with me. Liam and Tobias, the tight kernels. Liam, Liam sings, Tobias plays triangle. <laughs> <laughs> right, so as it is National Popcorn Day, we thought we would take a overarching look at films and movies. Film. So what we've done is we've gathered some categories. And we're going to take a look at a couple of options for each one, if that makes sense. It makes sense. Now, we're not doing categories as in, we're not going, um, we're not going through the genres. No. We're, we're, we're going a bit more broader kind of categories. Um, and we're just going to have a little chit-chat. Little chitty-chat. Little chitty-chat. 
a little chitty chat. Yes. But I have them written down here on a bit of paper because otherwise I would forget. Um, do you have preference to which one you want to start with, Tobias? Whack one my way. You'd regret that. <laughs> Whack one of the options, i.e. categories, okay. my well, way. I'll, I'll just do it. <laughs> I will just do it in the order that I've written them down then. All right. Okay, so we're going to start with films that are your guilty pleasure. I actually found this really difficult because I'm quite proud of all my loves. <laughs> yeah, no, I get that. I've chosen some films that I have no problem going. I actually quite like these films, but yeah. there are elements where I'm like... Mm. <laughs> all right, so I, I've gone down a route and I've, I've named two and that's what we're meant to be doing genuinely, yeah. isn't it? Kind of naming two. Yeah, and category. I thought what I'd do is I'd just put like a little graphic together for each category and shove them on Instagram when okay. I do it. Well, this this first one I'm going for, I'm proud to love it. And I actually talk about it quite a lot. So, I'm not so sure you want a guilty pleasure. <laughs> no, but that's it. I don't believe I, I really have I a think guilty pleasure. Guilty pleasure is difficult for you because you are very much, I watch what I watch. Yeah. So I've gone with an animation. Okay. Because I don't know how many people, as regularly as I do, right. watch Watership Down. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you've mentioned what you've done a couple of times. Yeah, I really like, I mean, it was actually a film that kind of scared me almost when I was a child. Because it's actually quite gruesome. Uh, and it's quite haunting. And, you know, a rabbit gets shot and then there's a ghost rabbit. Uh, and all this kind of stuff. And bright eyes, emotional. Uh, and all that kind of stuff. Very but, emotional. Uh, once I got a bit older, I just really appreciate it as a film. It's okay. got a lot of nostalgia, and yeah, and I kind of, I'm not. It's not guilty, but I guess but, because, I mean, it's not a happy film, is it? It's not like well, you're not going to watch it repeatedly and in a run like finish it, put it on straight no, away. But I, I tell you, I I definitely watch it once a year. Yeah, it's not like I don't have a set time to watch it, but at some point in the year, I'll go. Well, it's time to watch Warship Down now. That's fair. Yeah. I've never seen it. Never seen any of the versions of it, but I do keep meaning to. I would honestly watch the the classic old one with like John Hurt and Richard Briers. Uh They have remade it as a TV series, but they just don't live up for me anyway. You could watch it, and you could love it, and you could be wrong. Just watch the original. <laughs> <laughs> so you've gone for a dark, gritty potentially like scarring animated film yes my guilty pleasure <laughs> great for my first entry i have put my little pony the new generation the oh. 2021 film it's a film i have seen four times um and i am putting it on his solely because the music in it is addictive i have okay. added one of the songs to my musical playlist because it's just Go loops in my head and the only reason I've seen this film more than once is I watched it the first time with the kids actually let me cover this I've watched it every time with the kids but like the first time it, they were like let's put this on I was like yeah cool that's fine um, but then the songs got on my head and then the next time they were like let's just put a random film on I was like what about this because I need to hear <laughs> that song again <laughs> so I've watched it a couple of times and saying I've listened to the song whenever it comes on the playlist and it does just get stuck in my head and it's got like a really big cast in it. It's got uh, like some of the cast of the musical Waitress in it. Um, I'm pretty sure it's got Jonathan Groff in there as well. It's got some big names because it's okay. some proper vocals to it. I mean, yeah, I could definitely 
tea, my little pony would be a guilty pleasure. I have never, and I will still not class myself as a brony because I'm only here for <laughs> I'm only here for the music of that one particular film. There's an actual phrase for it. Yeah, for grown adults who, and I use the word love my little pony. Right. I'm now. I'm going to tell you because well, I was on a bus today. And I was looking up these categories that we're doing for this podcast. Uh, and I thought, okay, I'm going to look up. Because I was struggling with this category. Because as as stated, I'm quite open with if I like a film, I like a film. Yeah. So guilty pleasure, I don't, I don't really have them, I don't think. But <laughs> I looked up to see if there was a film, or at least a film planned. And... I don't think there there generally isn't, but there is a wiki of people who I think have designed a film. And I think if it did come out, I probably would watch it and it right. would be a guilty pleasure. Oh, what was it? Bluey the movie. <laughs> we have previously spoken of Bluey on the podcast. Yeah. At that point, you I had, haven't seen any Bluey. No, but you and have you just sounded like a nut. Yeah. Um, but I have now watched Bluey, and you know what? I think I've joined the Church of Bluey yeah. because it's genuinely really good. Bandit is one of the best TV characters. <laughs> I just really like it. It's it's generally quite well written. Yeah, it's it's written in a way that actually is funny to adults without feeling the need to do what pantomime does by being like dirty. Yeah, although right, and it's one that whenever the episode comes on TV. Uh, Carly says, oh, it's your favourite bit. And I don't know because I don't know how much you've watched. I've seen maybe like 10 episodes because it's okay. what's available on BBC iPlayer at the moment. There's, there's an episode. Wait, it's where on did Dis- you watch it? Disney Plus. Didn't know that. Didn't know that. Two seasons full. Know what I'm doing tonight. <laughs> no, honestly, there's an episode where there you kind of see like Bingo goes to sleep. Uh, and you see her in her dreams and how it's affecting those who aren't asleep. Right. That's dark. Uh, what's quite fun, because Bluey and Bingo are sharing the bed. They've, they've got into bed with Bandit. Right. And there's a bit, and it's all very psychedelic in Bingo's dream world. And if yeah. something outside, like, touches her, like if Bluey, like, hit on the head, then it would be something in her dream would involve that. Classic. But what's what's brilliant is she's she's running through the stars and she's on this planet and there's a black hole and she jumps into the black hole and then it just jump cuts. And without really telling you, you just know that she's kicked Bandit in the balls. <laughs> They've done a couple of gags like that, actually. Yeah. And it does it well. Do you know what? I, I feel a little bit sorry for the people who live around them. Yeah. Because there's one episode and it's called Asparagus. Oh, and I don't know the episode title. It's called. I only know it's called asparagus because the idea is they sit down for lunch. Um, what's the youngest sibling called? Bingo. Bingo doesn't want to eat the asparagus, and the mum's like, "No, it's magic asparagus. When you're holding it, you can turn anyone into an animal." Mm. So, like, Bingo gets it and turns them all into different animals, and they go, they commit. Yeah, like, she turns it. the um, the mum into like a lion, and the mum prowls the neighbour. <laughs> like like in the bushes of the neighbor, and then outright pounces on them, and I'm like, your neighbor didn't commit to this. <laughs> You've done well to not be beaten up, but no, it is actually I I fully yeah. If if there was a movie of it, I'd be there. 
Yeah. I, maybe you and me should just go and watch it. We'll make sure it's an empty cinema. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't but I reckon it would be an empty cinema. I reckon it would just be a lot of parents. <laughs> I, actually, I've seen several posts now on Facebook and things of people asking and saying about Bluey now. It's really becoming a thing. So yeah. actually... I wouldn't be surprised if it does end up being a movie. Oh, probably. I mean, like, Pe- most of the other stuff I've got, like, Pepper's got several films. So I will say, because I'd never really seen it, I have now seen Peppa Pig. Terrible, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't she horrible? It. Yeah, it's more a thing of, if it's on, I'm like, so, what about Bluey? <laughs> it's more of, kids use these programmes for, like, role models. Peppa Pig is a nasty piece of work. <laughs> I tell you what, I can tell you that Helena, uh, the five-year-old, she is actively trying to get me into something. And at the moment, I'm resisting because I want to be in, I'm enjoying Bluey. So whenever there's anything, I'm like, Bluey? But these children are obsessed with Paw Patrol. Obsessed. But the thing is, they've got the toys. And I'm like... And they've got the toys where you you squeeze and they've got chases on the case and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, he knows oh, the I, phrases, ladies and gentlemen. I, I could get into it. I could because they're like, I will say it's all, it's it's all right, but it's still got enough of like immaturity in it that I, I yes. find it really annoying. Yeah. Like, oh no, going back to Bluey, there is an adult level to it, which I 100%. think you can enjoy. On uh... I love how we spoke about Bluey. That's not your next choice. No, it's not. But I, I tell you what, I don't. I will say, I almost said, I, when I pitched this to you, I almost opened it up to, like, we could do one film and one TV show each. But oh, really? I thought we could do that for another episode. Yeah, yeah, to be fair. Um, so on this movie night theme, I've just talked a lot about Bluey. <laughs> but I get it. I'm there yeah. for it. Um, but, okay, so I'm going to stick with the theme, though. Right. Because I've gone for another animation for my second choice. Oh. Because it's my favorite. Oh, actually, I see. I'm now I'm thinking of options, but they're all animated. Because I feel like maybe because I'm 41, I feel like I shouldn't like animations. Because we're not talking like there anime. Is, no, but there is a bit of a stigma, isn't there? Yeah. Now I could go one of two ways. Now I could go with what I've written down on my phone. There's no commitment. You can change this at any point. Okay. You For, you're in charge. You know what? I'm going to change my mind. It's not what's written down. Oh, end of the podcast, guys. We're done. We're done. <laughs> cool, I, and I, I feel like I don't want to qualify why I'm going to say it. Well, I think you should say it, and then we'll see if it needs qualifying. <laughs> the Little Mermaid. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you would say Flesh Gordon, but I'm with it. No, no, no. I'm not going to say it. No, because I actually don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I may own it, but I don't like Maybe it. Maybe a contender for a later category. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. I considered it and I went, no. <laughs> Fair. The Little Mermaid. Okay. Well, it's a classic Disney. It, it's so classic. you don't need to justify also, it, but I know I, it. I'm very much not the target audience. <laughs> really? <laughs> I, I saw it at the cinema when I was the target audience. Yeah. <laughs> well, half of uh, young. You went and saw The Little Mermaid at the cinema? Yep. At the, the, the local theatre, sort of. Was my local theatre. You did Little Mermaid come out. Uh, I'm going to say 89. Oh, the year I was born. I'm going to check that now. Yeah, because, I, I mean, that's the year I was born. Hang on. <laughs> Didn't Bluey kick him out the year I was born? No. That's much earlier, isn't it? Much earlier. <laughs> much earlier. It was, it was re-released, though. 
in 89? <laughs> I don't think we're going to need all of these 1989, characters. yeah, Little Mermaid. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, so, nine, put it this way. I'm just going to qualify it now. Nine-year-old Tobias had a major crush. <laughs> I, get that. I get that. She's a pretty individual, but she's half fish, so it's wrong. Um, and actually, when she's got legs, it's not worth it, because it's like, well, you can't talk now. You can't voice your opinions. Fuck it, one. Not cutting it. Not cutting it. I'm not cutting it. I said that for the lols. I said it for the lols. He said it for the lols. He's holding a sign up saying, meant it. Meant every word of it. Carly, if you're listening, you're upstairs when he said this. <laughs> yeah. I like to think that in a minute, you're just going to look to one side and look terrified because you'll be in the doorway like, what are you talking okay. about, Tobias? Because I can't, because we ha- we're having to edit this episode mm. because we had a technical hitch. So <laughs> I don't know if this happened before we started recording or not. But I think Carly's really annoyed with me because somehow I managed to set off a loud device yeah, in. No, it, wasn't on. <laughs> it was in the pre-bit and I got rid of it. Ah, cool. I set off a device and it made a lot of noise and everyone's trying to sleep. <laughs> but having been here, I was like, you didn't actually do anything. I didn't, but it still registered something, didn't it? Yeah, that's fair. Okay, so Little Mermaid. Yes. Right, my second entry is a film much like your first one. I actually don't think there's any reason for me to have it as a guilty pleasure. Like the My Little Pony one, fair play. I only like yeah. it for the music, but I'm still like, yeah. I'm putting forward ow, I'll just punch the screen. Um Holes. The I've film never seen Holes. It. Never seen it, can't judge it. Just a great film. Just such a good film. I actually think it's probably better as an adult watching it. Is it, it Shire? Yeah. 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 Sigourney Weaver. Is it? Sigourney Weaver's in there as well, yeah. Oh, she know. plays the like the warden. Oh, did not know. And it, yeah, literally just like a lad called Stanley Elnats. Um Finds a pair, uh, he's walking down the road one day, a pair of like Air Jordans fall out of the sky, hit him, he picks him up, police car pulls up, picks him up for stealing him. He gets sent to a detentional centre for kids, which is in the middle of the desert, and the way they are punished for the, for the length of their sentence, they simply every day have to go out and dig one hole, which is the length and depth of the shovel they're handed. That is it. But there's like a backstory that goes through all about the other kids that are there and that there's a myth that no one survives it because of the wildlife that they've run. It's very good, very interesting, but it's quite fun. Okay. Um, and I saw it years ago and I've read the book and I think I've got the book somewhere now as well. There's no real reason for it to be giving pleasure because actually I think it's quite a mature film. It's Disney. Yeah. Okay. It's quite a mature film. But yeah, I'm, gonna put, I'm putting it because it feels like there's something about it. Where I feel like it's not. I'm not its target audience, but it is brilliant. Fair. Okay, now, before we move on to another category, shall we? Shall we do a segment? Yeah, I feel like a segment will go down a treat right now. Okay, we're going to do my, my new segment. Yeah. Which is called... Character Showdown. Character Showdown is nice and simple. We take two randomly selected characters from TV, film, video games, books, entertainment generally, and we pit them against each other in strange random sometimes dangerous sometimes not tasks yeah so tobias yes who have you pulled from the pot of destiny uh a character i have played on stage like that. yeah <laughs> in the purple corner we have captain hook oh okay oh yeah. wow okay nice okay and 
in my corner, someone you should definitely have. And remember, you have to you have to now spend this next segment arguing why this person is rubbish and will not win. Lion O. Oh. Oh, Lion O. I would have much rather had her. (laughs) This is why we should compare before the episode. (laughs) Yeah. That's cool. Right. So the next part, we draw a challenge from the challenge chest. Yeah. I'm going to shake it first. There's not many challenges in here. Actually, yes, there is. There's, it just doesn't look like many, but there is plenty of challenges in here. Cool. Right. We have selected a challenge from the ah, challenge chest. That was my finger. So, Hook versus Lion Eye. Yeah. Who would win in a game of Chubby Bunny? Do you, do you know Chubby Bunny, first of all? I do. I've played Chubby Bunny. No, anyone who's listening doesn't know. You put, you take it turns putting individual, normally larger marshmallows into your mouth. Normally, yeah. After each one, you say, chubby bunny. You take it turns until one of you can no longer say it. And yeah. have basically vomited a collection of chewed up marshmallows across everywhere. Yeah. So, Hook or lion Two contestants who were made for this game. <laughs> really? <laughs> right, so Captain Hook has a big mouth. Okay. He does. Look at him. Look at him in the animation. He's got a big mouth. Ah, yeah. If you have a classic animation, he's got quite a big jaw, hasn't he? <clears throat> yeah. So I think that's already going to give him an advantage. Right. Uh, he enun- he's got great enunciation, which means he'll be able to say. Maybe. Yeah, but I'm thinking with his big mouth, he can, <laughs> he can still speak a bit proper like. Um, so I think Hook's got it. And also, he can store. The marshmallows on his hook while he's waiting and putting them in. <laughs> he can it was also the first purposes. thing I thought of. As, I thought of it as well. I was like, yeah, yeah. He, he's got a delivery device. Yeah. Okay, right, Lino. Question: Is yeah. Lino not a child? But not, or is it not when he's Lino? Have I got the wrong character? Because I don't know the series. Okay, so the thing about Lino mm. is he's when the series starts, he is a child, but they all are in stasis pods, and his is broken. So he's the mind of a child, but his body grows up. Okay. So he's an adult and really, really fit and toned adult for someone who was just in stasis. Yeah, that's true. But I I don't remember from the bits you showed me him having an overly large mouth. No, he doesn't. And he would also have fangs, which I think is going to be a hindrance in this case. The only thing is they might wedge some in a bit more. Like once once there's too many, they might kind of like act as a barrier somewhat. Maybe, but I've also seen what cats are like with furballs. Oh, and... that's true. <laughs> and then if once they're all chewed up and he does spit them they'll get in his fur. It's, it's going to be a nightmare for He's just asking for trouble, really, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't think I can defend him too much. Because I, I don't know. One on one, I generally don't know enough about him. But, I mean, he'll give it his best shot because he's a child. He'll be right. He'll be at it for this game. Oh, yeah. He'd love the fun of it. Oh, yeah. He suggested this game. Yeah, he's Hook, also got... Hook's questioning why he's here. Uh, I mean, I guess they both have, but Lion's got a bit... Lino has got a bit of an ego. He's the lord of the Thundercats, and he wants to be the best. And in fact, actually, this might be a thing that we've got to think about, which goes against something. But <laughs> there's a whole, the, the whole tasks of Thundera, where actually he must beat all of the Thundercats... At what they're the best at. Now that's this suggests 
that Hook is the best chubby bunny. <laughs> and I would say Hook wouldn't be very happy that that's the skill he's remembered for. <laughs> is he the best captain? No, but he's really good at putting marshmallows in his mouth. Yeah. Because a massive face. He does. Yeah. And he's probably, he probably plays it with Smee at the weekend. <laughs> Smee would win that. No. I feel just like because... Smee's on it. No, because you wouldn't want to upset Hook. Smee wouldn't, he would throw it on Smee purpose. Smee would be visually and obviously winning. Yeah. And then, and then Hook would be like, have one and go, how many have you got in there, Smee? And Smee would be like, one. Just <laughs> <Yeah>. one. <laughs> I mean, none. Oh, I spat them out. You win. Now, the important thing here is it doesn't matter what our arguments are because we do not decide. You, the lovely listeners, get to decide over on the Twitter. Yeah. I can't I can't believe it, but and I can't also remember what the category <laughs> was. But I tell you what, you won. And it's Wolf, yeah. I eat yeah. the spicy chicken wings. I feel like uh, that's one of the very few things I might win at. Now, I, I have to say, we didn't get many votes on that particular poll. No, because most people don't know who I am. Oh, but they must. The people who voted must have known, or at least listened to this, and it wasn't just a random guy or something on Twitter going. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who these people are, but that ginger's definitely got the click. That on. guy looks like he knows how to scoff a wing. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? They'd be right. Yeah, I'm not good at many things in life, but wing scoffing, he's one of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you can decide over on Twitter who would be better at the chubby bunny game. Captain, is it James Cook? It depends on what version you go by, doesn't it? It's what version? Just, just Captain, Captain Hook. Hook. Captain Hook, yeah. Or Lion O. Lion O. Lion James O. Okay, now this segment doesn't have an outro because outros Those are for losers. Which brings us swiftly back to. Our little uh, movie night we got going on. What category are we on this time? We have got films that yep. make you go lol. Oh, okay. This is the one that I've actually got a few options. So for. films that make you laugh out loud, like proper funny films. Now I do have a problem, right? Yeah. Because I like a comedy, yeah. but I'm actually not that good in laughing. Literally well, laughing. Shall, shall I tell, I'm similar. Shall I tell you how I've gauged this? Yeah. I have based this on the first time I watched the films. Yes. So I got my initial gut reaction to the film, because obviously on rewatches it, it's always less. Yes. Um, so yeah, I've gone for my initial viewing honest reactions. Okay. Well, I've kind of gone for essentially what I class as one of my favourite comedies. Nice. Just because that makes me happy. Yeah. And that is the original American Pie. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I did consider it for actually more than one of these, these actually. Yeah. Um, okay. Nice. There's Good lots film. of moments that I really enjoy. That are really funny. They're really funny. And they're quite iconic as well now. <coughs> None least, the pie. Uh, I think film. it's got a lot. Yeah, I think it's got a lot of iconic moments in it now. Okay. Uh, the pie itself is quite iconic. Yeah. Um, Stifler before they overused him. I like a lot of classic comedy characters. They're good when they're just kind of being yeah, discovered. Just a supporting actor. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just... It's also quite a good comedy because it's got a lot of heart in it as well. Yeah. It's not just gross-out silly comedy, though it does have that. 
It's awesome. 100%. Yes. Any any time. I mean, okay, I don't want to get explicit. It's not that kind of podcast. But right. when Jim's dad brings him the, the magazines. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's just like, oh, no. <laughs> it's, it's got a level of cringe to it, hasn't it? It does. But it also gave us the term MILF, which actually... Is that where it came from? Yes. You've got the MILF guys. That's crazy. One of them is John Cho. Well, you know, we can't choose what we're blessed with. And that is something <laughs> he's blessed the world with. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we I can tell you we've got very different styles of films. Yeah. I mean, mine is a comedy. It's my it's actually one of my favourite comedies, and it is my go to first date film. Okay. Oh. Okay. Fifty first dates. All right. I've never seen it. I love the film. There are some within it, there are a couple of little bits that every time, even now on repeat watch, and I've seen it maybe fifty, sixty times. Huh? Just make should've, me lose should've it. Should have stopped at fifty, really. Yeah, you'd think. <laughs> but, um just great film. Do you know the story? Uh, I think I do, but you tell me anyway. It's uh, Adam Sandler. Yeah. Um, is it Adam Sandler or is it Ben Stiller? It's Adam Sandler. It is Adam Sandler. Yeah. Adam Sandler meets a girl in a in a diner. Yeah. Uh, Drew Barrymore. Kind of falls for her. Uh, they have a little bit of a joke. He comes back the next day because she invites him to breakfast. She doesn't remember him. And it's the class. Turns out she's she's got a memory. She was in an accident, and every night her memory resets. She's only holds her memory for 24 hours from the date of the accident, obviously okay. backwards. So the idea is he he tries to make a fall for her every day. Yeah. And it's just a fun film. It's one of the few times I accept Adam Sandler because yeah. I find him unbearable in a lot of things. Fair. He has a handful of things like I'm all right with him. This is definitely one of them. Yeah. But it's just a really good, fun film. And there is a couple of routines in it that just make me feel happy. <laughs> And, pro- and they did that belly laugh still. Yeah. And it is a really good film. So, you know, yeah. so when I finally um, take you on our first proper official date to work. Proper official. If, uh, basically, if, you ever, if we ever meet up and I've brought 55th dates, you're getting lucky that night. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, uh, that's not true. Depends how you like the film. If you don't like the film, I can't commit to that, I'm afraid. I understand. No. Um, I know you meant to have varied tastes, but that's one thing I can't, I can't meet halfway on, I'm afraid. <laughs> all right. Um, so yeah, um, that is my first entry. Okay, my, well, I'm sticking with. Uh, I mean, it feels like if we're looking for something to make us laugh, then yeah. another favourite comedy. <laughs> You're like America by two. No, uh, I like all the That's, American. But they are good films, but they do. I'd say their quality drops with each one. Uh, In certain yeah. ways, I think the fourth one is better than the third one. But I don't know if I is that the wedding. The Wedding's the third one. Book of Love. No. No, no. It's just called American Wedding. Oh. There's a lot of spin-off-y ones. Yeah. Which are, are nowhere near as good. Because they become American Pie Presents and then Bandcamp. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, uh, as I say, I've got like three other options. But the one I'm going to go for as, as a comedy is uh, Wedding Crashes. Okay, Owen Wilson I, and what's his face? Vince. Uh, Vince Vaughn. Now, it's funny because Carly cannot stand Vince Vaughn. But what she did like... He has a slappable quality. What she... Because he's normally a bit of a... Bit of an ego, bit of, you know... And he, he has that in this film. But what she loves is that he just gets beat up in this film. <laughs> you know, everything bad comes his way. 
Um, if there's a rugby game, he's going to get hit in the privates. If if they're out shooting, he's going to get shot in the bottom. You know, it's that. But also, it's one of my favourite entries <coughs> uh, uh, for Isla Fisher, who plays his love interest. And she's a, she's a psycho. Um, and I, I just really like the film. And it's an early film. It's a pre-fame film for Bradley Cooper. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That is good. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I like it. There's There's some bits. You know when a film just takes something a bit too far, and you're like, oh, yeah, okay. Uh, and unfortunately for me, that's actually when Will Ferrell comes into it. Um, yeah, but, he has that effect on films. Yeah, but uh, no, on the whole, I really enjoy Wedding Crashes. It's one of my go-to comedies. It's a good film. It's a good film. Yeah. Okay, my second entry. Yes. Is a film which could very easily have slotted into the Guilty Pleasures one. Mm-hmm. Because actually, I've only put it in because on my initial watching, and actually several watching since there's one part of the film which every time it happens i i lose it okay. and the reason it should be in my greatest pleasure is because it's the princess diaries oh yeah that should have been in yeah yeah and it's not a film i would choose to watch at all i don't mind it but, no 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 it's fine but it's old oh, it's princess diaries yeah. but there is a, there's a bit in it and it's literally where the hairstyle guy describes everyone as mooses and he does okay. pre- he does he says you look he basically says you look so pretty like a female moose you'd make all the boy moose their mating call and then he does the noise of it and it's just the way he makes the noise and his face for some reason just taps a little part of my brain and that's it okay and i just really and it's 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 like a, a joke between me and my sister we will quote it still that part yeah. of it yeah Fair. and but the reason i didn't put it on guilty pleasures because i would think a guilty pleasure film is one that you would still just pop on yeah. But I wouldn't just choose to sit and watch Prince Diaries. I would Google that specific bit. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, okay. Okay, so that, I mean, that's, that'd be that. I'm actually thinking of more options for guilty pleasure now. It's but, so easy to, isn't it? Yeah, but it is that thing of, if I like a film, I'm pretty happy to saying I like that film. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. fair. Um, I think it's one of the things of, if you like a film and then everyone else goes, Really? Yeah, is I mean, we, there, there's a we've got a running joke that we always bring up Twilight. Yeah, I almost think of if I liked Twilight, it would be on the guilty pleasures, but because I really yeah. can't be bothered with it. And it, and I think, but at this point in the podcast, even if you do actually like it, you can't say that now. No, <laughs> you're too deep. You're too far in. You're too far in. You're undercover. It's too late to to. <laughs> you're undercover. You've fallen for one of the people you're undercover next to. You can't tell them who you are now. It's too far, <laughs> mate. You'll ruin everything. They won't. They won't accept you for who you are. And maybe they will. We'll find out in Act Three. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, okay. Should we move on? Yeah. Right. So our next category, and it's the yes. last category we're going to do before we go Patreon exclusive. Oh, exclusive. Films you probably don't want to watch with your mum or dad. Okay, I'm going in hard with this one. I know you are, and I'm pretty sure we probably got the same first two. And I say it's the first two, because there are two of them. Nymphomaniac. Part one and two. Yeah. Yeah, I'd also written that, because you know what? If you've seen the films and that's not your entry for this, your family's weird. Yeah. If you're watching that, if you're sitting down with mum and dad and your sister and your uncle, <laughs> uh, 
you know what? If it's Grand Christmas Dad. Day, you're sitting down with your family, and Mary Poppins Returns comes on, and your mum goes, you know what should we put on instead? Uh, <laughs> no. It's not acceptable. Yeah. Which one's yeah. worse, do you think? Huh? Which one's worse to watch with parents? One the or two? The second one. Yeah, because I actually, it's a one big... Uh, the second one goes dark and gross. There's a scene that we we tell people about, which is the argument. Is that one or two? Uh, two. Two. Cool. There's yeah. two scenes. There's the argument and there's the train scene. Those are the two I always remember. I remember more, but I'm uncomfortable oh, I remember, talking about it I on remember. the podcast. No, I remember. Oh, we're not going to. We <laughs> no. are. No. <laughs> no. But there. there we. So, okay, so we've both got... That's both of our number ones. But I mean, I'm, go, I'm going to say, a, more so part one, that I do like them. I do actually like the, the Ninja thing is, Ninja actually, films. they are good films. They're well done. They're very artistic. But you cannot very watch wordy. anyone you're not very, very close with. Yes. It's, yeah, they're, they're odd. Yeah. You, you couldn't go, yo, fam. Have I got a Christmas film for I mean, you? <laughs> you could, but yet I will say it again, weird, and I lose respect for it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I gain a bit of respect. I don't know. Because <laughs> you need some cojones to do that. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, well, before... that is my, my number one as well. Yeah. I'm going to tell you that my number two is has is actually one of your entries for the last one, because I was going to put the American Pie, Pie film. Oh, you see, that's... Okay, This there's a problem. You've watched it with your mum. Yes. Oh... I, I it's, I'm been, sensitive. it's been on whilst I've been at my parents and my mum's found it funny. The thing is, because it is a comedy, I get that. Yeah. The problem is I'm, I'm I would, I couldn't, I just, I just couldn't. <laughs> the idea makes me feel a little sick. I mean, I've got kids. My mum knows that has happened, <laughs> but I'm like, you know what? That behind the scene knowledge in your head, that's as far as this ever goes here. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Okay. And I'm, I'm like, well, I have a sister. So I know it's happened once on her side, outside of me. We're done there. We're done there. We've all become monks. <laughs> I Okay, so... So you've gone from American Pie. Yeah. Um, fine, fine. Now, before I tell you mine, because it's, it's low-key compared to the little story I'm about to tell you. <laughs> um, because it's just a little story that I like. Because do you know the actor Malcolm McDowell? I know the name. Uh, he, you'll, you'd know him. I probably best because he was in Heroes, but he's actually the character in Star Trek Generations who killed Captain Kirk. Oh, yeah. But the the thing is, right? He's from Clockwork Orange. That's probably his most famous role ever. But I remember him telling a story right. uh, because his son was at school, and the the, the kids were like, here. There's this porno film. And it's like, do you want to watch it? And he's like, yeah, go for it. Watched it. And it was his dad, Malcolm McDowell. <laughs> um, because the film is called Caligula. All right. And it was banned. And then that's why it was like passed around at school, yeah. because it was like bootlegged kind of stuff. But it's now no longer. My dad owns it. <laughs> And I have watched it through that. And it well, we've already the... sussed because you watch American Pie with your mum, so you've got a weird yeah. family. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, it, it it's all about sex. 
like it's all about sex and it was one of the reasons why it was banned is you even now it's really a taboo that you can't show erect penises is that a thing it's not something i've ever really thought yeah no you're not allowed to well you yeah things are a bit lax now but i get what you mean yeah but back then you certainly weren't allowed it (laughs) and that it's so bizarre and it's got a brother and a sister at it and because it's all like historical yeah but it's all is it, weird. Is it about killicula yes and it, and that's who malcolm mcdowell is but he's like i just remember the scene it's all quite artistic and you've got people on stilts and all i remember is from a distance going i can see your erections <laughs> <laughs> it's weird <laughs> but anyway that's not what i'm choosing because I didn't like it. <laughs> I've just Good. seen it. I've just seen it. Yeah. Um, and I gave that back to my dad. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Thank you for cool. ending cool. Um But no, the film that I'm actually going to go with um, is actually one of my... Uh, it's probably actually not a great film and maybe should have been in my Guilty Pleasures. Right. But it's a film called Colour of Night. Have you seen it? No. Okay. It's a Bruce Willis film. Right. It's a bit of a, like a whodunit. Okay. But it has got a lot of steamy sex scenes in it. A bit much. A bit much. And. And by this point, you've lot, your family have already watched Killing. So no, no. Done. Uh, no, no, not the family. <laughs> but also, I wouldn't watch it as much as I like the film. I wouldn't watch this because I, I just remember seeing Bruce Willis's Willie in the swimming pool, and apparently. It I'm was sorry, a point that makes it sound like you were swimming. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Bruce Willis, is that Bruce Willis? Yes. Why is his penis out? <laughs> because there's a, there's a sex scene in the swimming pool. Cool. Um, and apparently, I remember reading bits about the film, and Bruce Willis was so into the film, the director had to tell him to stop getting out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like wow. it doesn't need to be a job. <laughs> I mean, it sounds a little bit like John Barrowman on the Doctor Who set. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. I've now got to find a picture like that's appropriate to put on the Instagram. I know, <laughs> it's, it's fine. I don't. I, I or maybe it. it will just be a picture of his penis. Who knows? Don't, don't do that. <laughs> We've got an all right amount of followers. No, I'd like to thing, not lose them all. The thing is, it's right. It's Because <laughs> I'm now getting the mental image of it. Because yeah. this is the thing. I am one of those people that when I think of something, I see it. Like, I visualise... Does he helicopter in the film, Tobias? No, he doesn't. But Imagine what it would be like if he did. Because it's in the swimming pool, there's a bit where the the camera starts off out of the water. But it follows her as she kisses him down his body. And I just remember because it... So his thing's there and it's floating. So his what? Thing. Oh, right, okay. And I'm pretty sure as she kisses around it, it kind of bobs in her face. <laughs> very buoyant, very buoyant. <laughs> At least if he's lost at sea, he's okay. Yeah. Oh, I don't think we should have done this. Uh, uh, this might be the thing we have to cut out of the podcast. No, I think it's brilliant. <laughs> I think it's I think it's absolutely fine. Do we hey, need to take a little break? Yes, yes, we, we do. We, we might need to do a not suitable for work message at the start. <laughs> I don't think we have work listeners anymore. Oh, well, the thing is, we don't know if Carly's yeah. 
still previous listen still listen to it but she wants to introduce it to her new workplace <laughs> wow okay yes i'll uh, put a little thing at the beginning of this if you've listened this far you've, you're in too deep <laughs> if you were undercover <laughs> okay um well, we, I'm, I'm going to split it. So we've had Nymph, Nymphomaniac 1 and 2 between us. Yes. And then American Pie and whatever you just talked about. Color of Night. That's the one. Yeah. And now, let's have a bit of... Let's take a moment to, to kind of cleanse our palate with some patron-exclusive content. I love exclusive stuff. So exclusive. Now, for the low, low, low price of one English dollar, one so English a pound, pound. Yeah, <laughs> you can get access to a Manic Patron, which will give you access to the Manic Discord server. Yeah, it will. Where you'll get to chat to like-minded Manics, yeah, as well as me and Tobias. We're not like-minded, but we're equally Manic. <laughs> but I'd say we're more Manic. Yeah, definitely, judging from this episode as well. Yeah, Um, I promise you, Tobias doesn't talk uh, about Bruce Willis's penis that often. Only every Um, Thursday. Every Thursday, that's Bruce Willis's penis day. He calls it Planet Hollywood. (laughs) For us, that's hump day. Um, (laughs) um, But you also get extended episodes, which averages out, I'd say about... 20 minutes extra per episode at least there's two segments in it now yeah it's at least 20 minutes generally give yeah. or take. so we're going to go over to that in a couple of seconds if you don't pay though you're going to hear us do a countdown and then get excited <laughs> maybe when we talk about Bruce Willis's penis again you know so we're going to go exclusive in three two one the badger's lost a finger I mean I reckon it's less he's lost a finger and more it's been reclaimed by a like a loan shark. And as this is an anthropomorphic world, it's an actual shark. I think it probably will be. Yeah, I reckon he's like he owed some money to the wrong people. And the but shark's like, well, what? I'll take it with your fingers then. Num, num, num. That badger takes some risks. He does. And eventually one of them is going to bite him. And this one happened to be a shark. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully the shark's more popular than the dolphin. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's not much on the dolphin, is there? No, the dolphin is very much so. Yeah. Very much so. Very much a a, a void character now. Like, he comes in for an episode and it wasn't received well. Retired. Yeah. We should have opened up to to the fans and kind of gone, like, right, I, oh, I don't know if I told you. Right. Um, I now have the Blu-ray of Batman Death in the Family. Oh, which, okay. which is the one where literally you as the viewer gets to choose if Robin dies or not. That's mental. I know. But it um, it kind of emulates what happened originally when the readers of the comic were given the choice of what to do with Jason Todd. Right. And they chose to kill him. Well, why wouldn't you? Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, back to the back to the topic. I had folded up my paper and put it away like we were done with it. <laughs> oh, mistakes, mistakes. Very big mistake. Right, so, let's have a look. Let's Our have next um, category we're going to do, mm. potentially good films, ruined by one actor. Yes. I had a guess what you're going to put forward for this. Maybe, maybe not. Um, I'm sure because I do know that when you said about this category, yeah, I said 
prepare for a Radcliffe rant. Oh, though that's true. That's not what I was thinking of. No, I haven't actually. And whilst I cannot stand Daniel Radcliffe, I've not actually put him in because there's no it's film. It's probably safer not to. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't care. I am. I'm happy with my hatred for Radcliffe, but um. I, I I mean obviously I, I put in two films. Yeah. The first one. Okay, it wasn't a good film anyway. <clears throat> okay. So I can't blame the entire film on this person. Okay. But Arnold Schwarzenegger being cast as Mr. Freeze was a massive mistake. Before him, they were in talks with Patrick Stewart, who at the time was in the movies of the next generation Star Trek films, and he would have been perfect. Yeah. He would have. And I remember when the, that news came out, and I was like, oh, this is going to be brilliant. And then Arnie went, I want to be in Batman film. <laughs> I and, want to be in Batman film. <laughs> and they went, yes, we will give you top billing, and we will make. Mr. Freeze, who is actually a very intelligent character in the comics. No longer intelligent. No, and but we're going to make your mouth glow. That's cool. <laughs> That's all people really wanted. Yeah, and you're just going to come out with a lot of puns the whole film. Um, and yeah, it really... All right, we have a friend. He's been on the podcast uh, called Craig, who is a massive Arnie fan. And even he goes, no, nah, it's terrible. It is, because they've, they've gone actor, not role. Yeah. And that's not. I know that happens more than we should. We'd like it to, but yeah. it, was, it, it was. It was. That's. I knew you'd put that forward. Yeah, it was logical. Okay. Okay. So my first entry is one that I have mentioned to you before, but I don't know if I mentioned it on podcast. Okay. It's from a series of films I really like. Mm-hmm. There's one in particular, mm-hmm. and it is the film Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides, I reckon. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know. Which because yeah. I hate Penelope Cruz. You do. You have mentioned all that, of yeah. my being. And I really like those films. And I think it would have been a really good film if it wasn't for her. Uh, I, just, Strange, I just don't Strange, like her. I think, I, I think she's a film. Is the only Pirates of the Caribbean film so far made, which actually is based on a book that is nothing to do with Pirates of the Caribbean, but they adapted it to include like Jack Sparrow and all those yeah. into it. Like all that, the rest are written for but that it, one. Oh, I'm so disappointed because I like I like the film mostly, yeah. but she ruined it for me. Luckily I liked Revenge of Salazar or Salazar's Revenge. That's the one I don't remember. At World's End. Yeah. I like that film. I think that's a a pretty good film actually. He makes quite a good villain. Um is it Javier Bardem? Yeah, it is. That's right. Uh, no, the original um, title was Dead Men Tell No Tales. Yes, and, of course it was, yeah. Yeah, but then for some reason we just got Salazar's Revenge. Which makes it suggest we should know Salazar. <laughs> Stranger Tides was my, my one because I just, it's not a bad film, but I think it would be massively improved if it wasn't yes. Penelope Cruz. Right. Um, okay, I don't have... I get it, but I don't have the same thing with Penelope Cruz. I'm not a massive fan of her, but she doesn't ruin a film. Yeah. Uh, For me, I've got three actors who I just don't want them casting things. Uh, I've got Daniel Radcliffe, who I've mentioned. Vinnie Jones. That's just a bad sign. That's if you've cast. And from the female area, Rebel Wilson. 
done like any yeah, of Yeah, I get that. They all have that role that I uh, accept them in. It's not very often that Rebel Wilson's in something and I can say you're not the reason this film was terrible. But I mean, she was in Cats and she was not the worst thing about it. She was high up there. She was one of the, the main re- elements. But there were other issues there. <laughs> but despite my, having my thing against all those three, none of them are what I've gone for. Mm-hmm. For my next one, in fact, I very much followed a theme. Okay. Because when this film came out, I was really excited for it. But there was one casting, right? And I went, ah, "That doesn't <clears throat> work for me." Okay. And everyone was like, "Oh no, watch it! You might be surprised." But I was right. Okay. Again, maybe. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm trying I was gonna say maybe not the worst thing about the film, it has other issues, and it does have other issues. But Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. Oh, I didn't even think of that, but yeah, that's really, really annoys me. That's because it's not good. He it's not good that now there is the writing. They've written him more like the Riddler or the Joker or something, but not Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor is a powerhouse Lex Luthor is meant to be trusted by the people yeah and will eventually become the president of America uh but that's we get like crazy geeky sort of Lex Luthor it doesn't work does it no Lois Lane is meant to fall for Lex Luthor that doesn't no it's just wrong (laughs) they just play it completely wrong uh, and I actually don't have anything against Jesse Eisenberg as an actor when he's cast correctly right great yeah yeah there are some films he's good in his casting as lex luther is a bad casting decision i mean it's one of it's one of the the, the things I, I remember even before the film came out we i think we spoke about it yeah and we were like this is terrible it's just yeah. not a good thing yeah no um and yeah as i say i mean that that happens a lot in batman we're having it at the moment. We did the whole thing of we don't really want Robert Pattinson to be Batman, but actually now we've seen a trailer. Actually looks all right. Yeah. Um, and you do have to kind of go, you know what, there was a load of people who didn't want Heath Ledger to be uh, the Joker. But now I, monumental. Yeah. A lot of people didn't want Ben Affleck. He's one of my favourites. Right. Yeah. Now, and, but, the, but the thing is, Jesse Eisenberg, I just sensed this is a bad choice. Um and yeah, I did that thing of okay, I'll wait. Given the no, benefit of the doubt. Yeah, but no, it was. But sometimes combination... you do that because you know, you know, actually, you're like, I think as a viewer, I know what they're capable of. Yeah. But that time round, we let it happen. <laughs> like we had an option. Yeah. <laughs> like we could run up, run up and look. I just don't know if Jesse's right for it. No. <laughs> do better. <laughs> do better. Come on. Now. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. But, okay. So what's your? Right. So my one. It's yeah. funny you mentioned Robert Patterson because I'm linking him to this one. It's not him. He's not my problem. Okay. I think Twilight and yeah. the entire Twilight saga might have stood a chance if, <laughs> God damn it, Christian Stewart wasn't in it. Oh, she's. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. But I just cannot stand Christian Stewart. There's something about her and the way she delivers her lines that it's like she's being possessed by a tree and not a very interesting tree. I just don't okay. like her. Okay, fair. All right. Uh, yeah, okay. I mean, I know people are like, oh, glittery vampires, but that's not because of Robert Pattinson. 
no, that's no, the portrayal no. of it. But yeah. that you see like parodies of Twilight, and it's people doing their impression of the you know like people do their impression of Kirk. Yeah. You have that with Kristen Stewart. Yeah. And she takes like an hour to deliver every line, and yeah, I have question. Seen... She cares. I don't really know if she can smile. Um, but yeah, no, okay, fair She's enough. She's going to be good in Spencer, though. Yeah, I'm sure I will see it eventually. But um, I was nearly in that. But they found Kristen Stewart, obviously. Yeah, no, that was definitely going to be the role I was it, on. In defense, <laughs> it was the same with Twilight. You were so close. So close. So you would have made a lovely Bella Swan. Yeah, that is true. I, I, I would have made a lovely Edward Cullen. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we're putting ourselves in, I feel like one of us should be Team Edward, one of us should be Jacob, so we can be like... You're you know. a dog. <laughs> but I think you need to be better if I'm Edward so that we can be together forever. Now would have gone. I ain't buying you. <laughs> and I'd go, it doesn't matter, I'm going to outlive you. Yeah. All right. Watch anyway. me glitter in the sun. <laughs> yeah, this is why we can't go in the sun. This is why we can't. Because you're not only you're a vampire, but you're also ginger. So <laughs> even, even in the sun, you're you're glittering, but getting significantly redder. <laughs> you, you're still burning. That's how we know you're a vampire and a ginger. <laughs> um, so yeah, that is my second instalment for Fair. films that I think are ruined by actors. Yes, I mean there are probably some more obvious choices, but I just think Twilight isn't a terrible film. It's just not great. Yeah, but it would be improved without Kristen Stewart. Who would yes. I put in? How old is Kristen Stewart? I'm going to look, and then I'm trying to think who else. Maybe like Sasha Ronan, maybe. Kristen Stewart Actually you know what He's 31 Jennifer Lawrence At the time Alright maybe Yeah Actually she might be a bit too young She's younger than Kristen Stewart right I'm going to look up Jennifer Lawrence is 31 Perfect Yeah Perfect age Cool So that is my my, My input there and what about the, the last category? The last category is films we would eradicate from existence. D- press Ooh. the delete button on. Now, at the moment, at the start of saying this, I've only got one written down. Same here. But that's because I want to be... I, I, I kind of want to find that film that everyone goes, this is amazing, and I want to go, no, it's completely... Completely, it's not that good. Why do you love it so much? I agree that, but I haven't got that answer yet. So my first one, yeah, is going to be from a little personal demon called Fear, where uh, the film is called Arachnophobia. Hey, nice. (laughs) Yes, Uh, I hate spiders. I'm scared of spiders. That film did not help. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you say kill it with fire. No, they put it on fire. It didn't die. It just keeps running. Yeah, that's terrifying. Just keeps running. Yeah, so that, just as a concept, part of me wants to see it again, just to see if I'm still, well, I know, yes, I would be, because I know, <coughs> just just know. So how about, to save me the angst, just eradicate it from existence. Yeah, that's fine. I can basically take eight-legged freaks, because they're comically too big. Yeah, it's made, they're not realistic. You don't think that's going to pop over your sofa. Although the yeah. scene where it does come over the back of the sofa is it's creepy. Actually, it's creepy, yeah. But arachnophobia is the thing of, you've got the tropical one, which are big, and then it mates with an ordinary house spider. Which is messed up. 
yeah and then it it's just you've got like this in between super thing okay. and it's just and i can see i can <coughs> see that happening i think that's believable and i don't yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. i don't like that <laughs> i don't like that I don't like that. Eradicated from existence, please. Okay, so, shall I give you my first entry into a film I would eradicate from existence? Go on, then. I didn't have one. I only had what was my first one, but I'm going to save that for, for, for last. Okay. So, I'm going to draw from fear as well. I would choose to remove from existence the film The Grudge. Oh, so many people are scared of that. Because I still fear that tiny Asian child. <laughs> yeah i'm sorry i it's terrifying the scene yes. where they're on the bus and she looks out the window and it kind of screams at the window honestly i think i had nightmares in fact i didn't think i know i had nightmares and i remember the scene i got to was where it crawls up the bed mm. she lifts the cover and it like jumps up at her face i just got up and turned the telly off <laughs> my life wasn't worth living after that i stopped i didn't watch the film beyond that point it yeah. took me about i think i told you before on podcast it took me like Five more years, and I ended up watching it with my, my like, 10-year-old neighbour who put it on. And that was apparently the comfort blanket I needed as the adult to watch that film. Cool. <laughs> right, I've decided what my actual option is. Cool. Right, and you're actually going to disagree with it, I think, from a That's previous fine. conversation that we had. Okay. I'm not, I'm not, it's not, like, one of your favourites or anything. But... Right, so I've got this little kind of chart thing where it's got the if 100... your film to remove from existence is the producers, then it's not, prepare it's yourself not. for the Matrix to disappear. I wouldn't do that to you. <laughs> Good. I, I haven't seen the producers yet. No, you haven't. We should have a film night. Yeah. Um, but, right, so I've got this sheet. It's got... You, you actually scratch off the films to reveal the posters. But yeah. 100 films... That you should have seen in your life. Yeah. So I went through and I, I, I watched a load. Um, that I had a load of films anyway that I felt like I should have seen. Yeah. So it was a chance to scratch off The Godfather. A chance to scratch off Apocalypse Now. And this other film. Which I believe you actually quite like, I think. I, <laughs> I, could, I could be wrong. Gonna find out. Yeah. This is apparently the best of its genre. Right. But having to sit through the good, the bad, and the ugly was almost painful for me. Okay, right. Let's let's just try this one right. Yes. I love Western films. Yeah. But even I think that film is too long for anyone's good. Yeah. It's not a bad film. It has some really good moments, some classic moments in it. It is too long. And they could have cut at least an hour out of that film fully. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I, even as a Western fan, I think if you call yourself a Western fan, you need to sin it. Like, you need yeah. to sin, like, The Last of Mohicans, the classic stuff. But it's you know, just too much. I've seen it. My, my dad's yeah. into Westerns. I borrowed it from him. And for me, yeah, there was stuff. Some stuff happened. There was also people just staring at each other. Yeah, there's a lot of that in Westerns. Yeah, sometimes they get shot after, sometimes yeah. not. And uh, this is gonna this is gonna frustrate people. Clint Eastwood isn't can't isn't, act, can he? Isn't all that is he? I don't think he can act. He knows how to stand and look sort of. Grr. <laughs> he can, he's 
he's all right at capturing like attention. I think when he's on the screen, you do kind of watch him because you're like, what? What are you doing? <laughs> I right. We've, you know when said... your aunt gets up at a wedding and starts dancing, and you're like, that's terrible. But I, why can't I walk, turn away from it? That's Clint Eastwood's acting. I, I I can tell you that if someone decided to make a film, and the two leads was Clint Eastwood standing opposite Harrison Ford, it would feel <laughs> like it was in slow motion. It would just be too laid back. It would just be. It would be the film would be called Watching Paint Dry. <laughs> I mean, it pretty much is. Yeah. So I'm just like the good, the bad, and the far too bloody long. Yeah. So whilst <laughs> I do like the title, it's a it's a good title. Yeah. You know, you know that title. Yeah, no, I agree. I oh yeah, like, yeah, even if you don't know the film, you've heard of the good, the bad, and the ugly. I think. You should keep the title and make a better film with it. <laughs> well, remake that film now because they would make it better. They would improve yes. it. It would be different. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Right. Okay. Well, in that case, my final film, yeah. which closes off all of our categories, actually, and it, yeah. but it's a final one for a film I would delete. I think, as we're talking about films that we could remove from existence, can I just check? If we're removing from existence, does that assume that we'll forget we've seen it because it's no, it never existed? Or is it like we just delete it? Oh, we didn't really specify that. Just wondered. We? Just wondered. Why? I just wondered. Well, what's your thought on that? Is it like we press and delete, so from that moment onwards, you cannot access it anywhere? Or is it like... I can't say that. I, or is it going to be, it never existed, so I don't remember having seen it? That one. Okay, great. Well, in that case, it would be really unfair to do a segment where I get to remove something from my memory... Oh, and the world without removing high-flying birds I'm, from existence. Is, yeah, okay. Do you know you what? Said you said I, it earlier. I did earlier. It's because it was written on my bit of paper. Yeah. I have seen films which I think are outright worse than that film. But this is such a nothing and terrible film for me, personally. Mm. And if you haven't seen it, that's from our um, Manic Film Club series. From season yeah. one, actually, wasn't it? Uh, episode two, I think. Was it an early one? I know it was early because oh, it, very it started early. good and then it was like, whoa. <laughs> I really didn't have the same issues that you did. <laughs> I hated it so much. The only thing we both said good for it is it was filmed entirely on an iPhone 7, wasn't it? Yeah, but it was a film about basketball that didn't feature basketball. basketball in it. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it would be unfair to not remove that from, from existence. Fair. There was actually, there was a lot of, there's a lot of B movies that we could have gone in that, but that's too easy. I considered um, removing a film I hadn't seen because people could tell me I need to watch Fight Club. And I'm like, I will watch Fight Club. Oh, I'm no, telling. it's but good. The thing is, I know it's good. It but you know good. that thing where I'm like, I keep meaning to watch it. Yeah. And I will watch it because I want to watch it. But people keep going, you need to watch Fight Club. And I'm like, I know I need to watch Fight Club. Stop telling me I need to watch Fight Club. <laughs> so if I remove it from existence, i got to worry about it. Fair. <laughs> But then you said about fear, and I was like the uh, the grudge, uh, followed probably closely by the ring. Mm, yeah. Oh no, I I like the ring. It's not as bad as the grudge. The grudge is terrifying. It's the noise the kid makes. Yeah. And I think between you and me, we have an agreement. You don't make that noise to me, and I won't make a certain noise to you. Yes. Deal. The the noise. Cyber handshakes. But I will say, if you're not yeah. Tobias, watch this film. Spice is actually quite a good film. Uh, it's just it creeps me out. Why didn't you remove that from existence? I need to forget about the noise. Yeah, why? Um, but yeah, but also you didn't realize that part of the, the rules. No, we didn't specify. I mean, I will say, even if it was just delete it from this point onwards, I would still get rid of half line, but so no one else has to deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> I 
It was actually, ironically, one of the shortest films that we watched. It was. <laughs> yeah. I would choose The Irishman over that. <laughs> I didn't mind The Irishman. It was just too long. Yeah. Okay, so I think it's time to move on to your favourite segment. Oh, yeah, it is. It's time for Casting Couch. If you've been following this season, you will know that we are recasting the adults of the Harry Potter franchise. Yeah. Whether it's the uh, faculty of Hogwarts or some of the villains like Voldemort. We've, we've recast Voldemort. Um, but this episode, we are casting one of the teachers. We are casting Sybil Trelawney. Which, when you said that to me, even though I am the Harry Potter head, really. Yeah. For some reason, my mind, until I literally sat down to research and do it, had pictured... Um, the herbology one. Oh, sprout. Yeah, I don't know uh, why. And then I sat down and I went, "No, that's that's the different teacher." Yeah. Uh, no, she's not. To be honest, she's I would class as one of the minor characters. What that, Trelawney? Yeah. In the film, she is, but in the books, she's significantly larger. She's very important. Is she? She's well. She's like one of the people who was responsible for the initial prophecy. Um. I I had someone, and I was thinking who who we'd be recasting. She was a swing. She was one that I might include, I might not include. But right. then what happened was I instantly had someone who I wanted to cast. I went fair. Oh, she's in it now. <laughs> I'm I'm going to go for it now. Um, and with that in mind, I'm going to give my option first mm-hmm. because to be honest, I'm really not happy with my second option. Because I've bro- I've basically broken my own rule with the second option and gone for a non-Brit. Okay, cool. I've definitely not been following that rule. Oh, you haven't. But because oh. I know that like Robin Williams wanted to be in Harry Potter and they turned him down because he wasn't British. Yeah. So I kind of I've been very much keeping yeah. that rule. I've been going trying... for dream casting. You've been going yeah. for realistic casting. Yeah. Uh, so my first choice that I'm going to put up isn't someone that i particularly adore in any in any shape form okay um but she she is someone that we talk about a lot all right so uh, because we have done things on doctor who so i'm going to put forward jodie whittaker awesome that makes my life so much easier she's one of my three options oh okay there you go she was my second option but i had already replaced her as my second option ah no she instantly came to mind and i was looking at a picture I'm going, you could you could just be Trelawney. Yeah, I thought that. But then I was thinking, I actually don't know if she's good enough. Well, because I said it's more of I haven't seen her do anything like that kind of crazy. I've seen her in two things. Yeah. I've seen her in Broadchurch and right. Doctor Who. And I will stick by the fact that Doctor Who has not had good writing since she's been Doctor yeah, Who. Yeah, you have to believe that she might be able to work with good quality. So I think she can be goofy. I think she can be fun. I think... I'm I'm giving Jodie Whittaker more credit than she's been yeah. given at the moment. Yeah. So I, I I will say that right off the bat. Yeah. I haven't used this person, but if I could have, because I don't think that the level we're casting. Yeah. If I could have, I'd have put Carrie Hope Fletcher in here because I think visually I could just see her being all weird and crazy. Okay. But obviously, wrong kind of level. Yeah. Okay. So um, your first person is a Jodie Whittaker. Yes. Okay. Cool. Um. I really hope we haven't used this person already. I'm pretty sure we haven't because I don't think they're British. Um, Tilda Swinton. 
she is British. Is she? I'm never sure. Yeah. Um... I put Tilda Swinton forward because I could see her doing the whole, like, Trelawney has the moments where she's crazy, but she also goes scary and nightmarish when she's being prophecy-ish. I, I like Tilda Swinton. Oh, um, I do. I, I think that might actually be quite a good choice. You're Googling something, though. Yeah, I am. Why? She's definitely not in the films. Okay. Oh, she shouldn't be. Surely I'd know if she was in these films. I'm just checking. I'd be interested if she is, because I can't, I'm sure I don't remember her being in the film. Unless she was like oh. one of the weird foreign people, maybe, like um, during the Triwizard Tournament or something. Um, no, she's not. Hmm, strange. She's a big actress. Yeah. Uh, no, she she's British. She's not been in it a little bit. Maybe she's that I thought of her. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, actually, no, I can see that. That works actually really good. That's quite good casting. Yeah, me. That's what happened eventually. Yeah. Okay, so who's your second? Okay. Oh, you hate it already. Uh, it's because I'm breaking my rule. Um, and also, I'm not really sure if she would be that good, but I'm kind of going for it. I'm going with it. Oh, I've just thought of someone else. And it actually frustrates me that I've thought of this person. Right. The person who I'm going with as my second option is Elizabeth Banks. Elizabeth Banks. Um, She is from several things. Okay. But she is, and I cannot think of the character at the moment, but in The Hunger Games, the really made up one. Oh, no, I know exactly who you mean, yeah. I can't think of what the character's name is. <coughs> no, but, but it's because of that character, actually, I think she could be Trelawney. Okay, yeah. Because it's a different sort of role that she... She always, she, she likes playing comedy sort of roles. Uh, and she can act. I do actually like her. Um, but I wouldn't typically put her forward for Harry Potter because she's not British. Ah. Yes. So, but there you go. She's my second option, Elizabeth Banks. Fair. Okay, cool. So originally my second option was going to be Jodie Whittaker. Yes. I replaced her anyway, which is lucky because you chose Jodie Whittaker. Yeah. The thing is, I didn't jump too far from Jodie Whittaker because for my second option, I've gone for Michelle Gomez. Oh. Missy. Yeah. Um. And that purely on the key thing for Trelawney or Trelawney, she's nuts. She's bonkers. Mm. Even when she's at her best, she's absolutely pancake batter crazy. Yeah. You know, but then she has to be able to go dark when she does the prophecies and stuff. And I think Michelle Gomez could bring that. She's Scottish, isn't she? Yeah, she is. Yeah. So still within the area, <laughs> they're not bringing her too far in. <laughs> no, no. It's Trelawney. Trelawney's British. Actually, the character's British, isn't it? Yeah. Cool. So, um, yeah, there you go. Michelle Gomez. Yeah. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Oh, cool. I mean, that's that's the that's the four options. Um, so, yeah, obviously she played Missy. Uh, more recently, she was in the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Yeah, actually, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who is she in Gotham? I don't remember in Gotham. She, she's in Gotham, apparently. Um, but yeah, actually, that's. I think we've got. If she hadn't died recently the person i would i was thinking of was i can't remember the actress's name you're gonna say helen mccrory aren't you yeah but she's in doctor who but also no she's, she no, did... no no she's in harry potter i know she of course she is yeah. yeah but also she i think she'd also made a really good bellatrix oh yeah 
Cool. Uh, so the options are Jodie Whittaker. Yeah. Tilda Swinton. Yeah. Uh, Elizabeth Banks. And Michelle Gomez. Yeah, um, it is. When this episode comes out, I will be doing a little poly poly, poly, poly on poly, poly, Twitter, poly. and you guys will get to vote who you would like to see cast as Professor Lorney. Nice. Nice, indeed. So that brings an end to this segment. And it doesn't have an outro. Because outros are Are the losers. losers. Which brings us smoothly on to our final segment of the episode. A segment that we quite passionately call... This Week in Geek. Right, question. Do you have any news or anything to announce? Um, Actually, I mean, I... Not You've been a busy written. boy. You've been a busy boy. I've been a very busy boy. Um, I've only recently had the internet back. Um, it has been so the start time. I, I, I am behind somewhat yeah. with certain things. I have not yet watched The Book of Boba Fett. Also uh, have not. The three episodes out, have not touched it yet. Um, there's films I want to see. I am quite slow. However, um, okay, so comic book news. Comic as in news. comic book movie news. Yeah. Um, there was some wall art revealed for the new Batgirl. All right. Film. Um, now, for those of you in the know, we ha- we have discussed this on the, on the podcast. Um, the Flash film um, is going to obviously set a change. There's going to be like. I guess their version of the multiverse. And whilst the film is likely to start off with Ben Affleck, as yeah, Batman, it's, switch some stuff it's going to go to Michael Keaton. Right. What's bolstered the fact that Michael Keaton is going to be the Batman for the DCEU going forward is that he is the Batman for the Batgirl film. Right. And something interesting happened recently because we have seen some art it's like graffiti art on one of the set designs for the batgirl film which is now shooting and the the batman is it's of batman and it's clearly the michael keaton version of batman which means it also gives us a look at his outfit and all that kind of stuff but next to him is robin oh now michael keaton's batman never had robin no um, and this it seems to be very exciting for for Tobias. This would have been a while back because he's obviously, he's obviously an older Batman now. Yeah, which means that Robin would now be a Nightwing. Oh. Ages ago, they talked about doing a Nightwing film, and I think it's now pushing that way. I think we're getting all the pieces. We've got Batgirl; she's getting her film. Yeah, we're now proof that he had a Robin. And the only reason I think they do that is to show there's a past and we're going to get the present character now. Yeah, that makes sense. So I'm excited for that. Um, I haven't, because I've said I'm behind things. Also, I don't actually know where I'd even get to see it now. Uh, The Peacemaker? HBO. HBO. HBO Max, isn't it? Uh, Yeah, but I don't know what that translates into for us. (laughs) It translates into, we don't get to watch it. (laughs) Okay. Um, so there's that aspect uh, Now I'm going to go Sticking with superhero stuff yeah. I'm going to go into spoiler territory uh. um, 
they have now wrapped filming all the little cameos for Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. All right, cool. Apparently, a rough cut of the film has now been seen by certain people. It's not got all the extras in it. It's not got, like, the CGI and stuff. It's just a no. basic rough cut. So I, I, when I say spoilers, I mean potentially spoilers. Because right. it's all rumour and lies. You know, it's like people have made things clickbait and all that kind of stuff. Uh, the big news that kind of came out of it, maybe, is that John Krasinski is in the film as Mr. Fantastic. Okay. That's the bigger news. I've seen conflicting rumours that say either James McAvoy, but most of them have said Patrick Stewart is Professor X and he's going to have his little floating like wheelchair thing from the comics and That's stuff. Cool. Um, I've seen that Deadpool is in it. Which is the one that kind of surprises me the least. Yeah. Um, I've seen several things. Well, I've actually seen a contradiction saying that Hugh Jackman is in it as Wolverine. But I've seen another one saying that he was approached but turned it down. Right. Likewise, they did approach Tom Cruise, but he turned it down as Iron Man. But who we have recently heard from, from himself, Ben Affleck was approached to be Daredevil. Oh, okay. Because he's doing his own little kind of promotion at the moment. And he's talking about his experiences with Batman and everything. And he has said that Marvel has approached him to be Daredevil for the variation. So that's interesting. Uh, but the the, the the big news, if it is actual news or if it's just a fan thing gone, this is going to happen. Wanda is going to be the big bad. Right. And rumour is she's not surviving the film. Okay. That they might be killing her off. It would make sense. I feel like she's had a run. Uh, well, it, I don't know. It, it might be an odd way to go, because I would surely, if she's not survived the film, we did see White Vision again. Yeah, yeah. Because otherwise, White Vision is a weird thing just to have out there. There's rumours that White Vision is going to be like Armor Wars because that's going to be very like a uh, all things Tony Stark without Tony Stark anymore. <laughs> It's a strange time to do it, but yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, there was all that coming across. Um, if you want to say, there's a lot of stuff on Reddit. Reddit has come out with a lot of stuff. Right, okay. Uh, it's all, it all seems to be come from this person who has obviously seen this rough cut. Yeah. So uh, it's, I think it may have actually originated on Twitter, but then more in depth on Reddit. I think it's gone that way. Um, but Pinch of Salt. We we don't know until it comes out. the The last bit of potential casting rumor I saw was that Norman Reedus had been cast as Ghost Rider. Right. Okay. I I have no idea if that's true or not. But there there, there's there's casting out there. There there's so much going on. I mean, apparently we're not getting. So it's now been a year since we had Wonder Vision. Oh, really? Yeah, it started a year ago, like this last week. Um, but the next MCU Disney Plus series is Moon Knight. It's a brand new character. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. Yeah, no, that's cool. Because uh, so far, all of the Disney Plus series have really been existing characters that we already had yeah. an interest in, or not, in some cases, pushing them forward. So now we're actually getting, a, not original characters, 
but you know what I mean. New, new yeah, characters yeah, yeah. to the franchise. That's all I've got, really, at the moment. I don't think there's any major news that I can think of. I can tell you, in personal news, I'm going to the cinema on Wednesday uh, to see Scream, the okay, new Scream cool. film. Yeah. Um, I don't know how scary that will be at 1.50 in the day, but there you go. <laughs> That's fair. Um, oh. I have seen Eternals now. Oh, cool, yeah. I've actually seen it twice in the last week. Oh, okay. I watched it once on my own, and then I watched it once again with Izzy. All right, fair enough. Oh, because you went through all the MCU with her, didn't you? Yeah. So, and, and I've started her off on classic Spider-Man. All right, cool. Just because if we're going to watch the new one, I want to at least understand life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I watched, so I've watched Eternals twice. Um, I think I, I enjoyed it more on the second viewing. I've seen it twice now. I enjoyed it more on the second viewing because the first time, the first, I said to you privately that first two thirds are a bit meh yeah. compared to the ending but mm. on a repeat viewing I think I'd prefer it the full thing the second time um, right I'm, I'm gonna because this is obviously I have figures and things yeah and I was trying I kind of asked I asked Carly a question so I'll right. ask you a question right so if you could have Three of the Eternals as figures. Yeah. Which three would you choose? Uh, Sprite, Athena. Oh, sorry, Athena. Yeah. And probably Faustus, because I'm thinking the figures Faustus. could... Faustus, yeah, okay. I was thinking, like, if you're going to have a figure, you can have Sprite with a little knife. Yeah. Like, being all kind of, with, like, a glowy hand, maybe. Oh. Um, you'd have Athena with, like, the, the, the spear axe. And then Faustus should have like the hands up, like like his bit mm-hmm. on it. Because well, otherwise, the problem is, like if you were gonna get Icarus, it would just be a floating dude. If you're gonna, get, the rest of them basically just look standard. There's nothing special visually about them. Okay, well I can tell you, if you went into our local HMV, right, you'd see all the figures. Okay. Uh, and they've done a thing. Is it just Kit Harrington over and over again? No, no, no. It's just no, 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 it's not. Well, actually, no, if I you know if, if I could get a figure, I'd quite like a figure of, of um the god. Is it Armus Ar- Arsham? Arsham. Oh, okay, yeah. Because actually, visually, quite cool. Yes, actually, yeah. A celestial. I agree with that. Um, but no, Thena. <laughs> Thena. Yeah, that makes sense. No, no figure. Oh, really? She's not in the pack. But she's the uh, cool looking one. Yep. Yeah, no, they've missed her off completely. Right. Um, and you can have all the others, but you know Gilgamesh. Uh, yeah. If you wanted Gilgamesh, you'd have to get all of them to make him up. Oh, he comes apart. Yes, that's horrible. Uh, but Oof. actually, I do quite like the figures. And actually, you say about Icarus, he's got two heads, and one of his heads has the like the laser beams coming out of his eyes. All oh, right, okay, that's pretty cool. They've actually done something quite good with it. Like, uh, there I'd like a... to see them do something with Sprite, but the problem with Sprite's power, you can't really do that in a figure. No, I mean, they've got her figure, but no, there's nothing you can really do with her. Yeah. Uh, likewise, Makari, she's fast. You can't have that in a figure. You just have to have her in a running pose. Yeah, Actually, yeah. if you're going to get Makari, I think you should get it as a prop one. I think it should be Makari sitting cybers on the throne. Yeah, when they go back into the domo and find, find her, that's when yeah. you should have Makari. Yeah, and I think if you're gonna have um, Druig, it should be in the thing he's wearing. 
in the thing he's wearing when he first turns against him and goes down the stairs because mm. he looks quite he looks like I'm going to be your main villain now. That's what he looks like. Obviously, all the figures are wearing their proper eternal glowy yeah. sort of thing. And that, the thing is, all displayed on the shelf, they all look really quite good. I bet which is why I was going, oh, who would I have? And actually, I quite liked Gilgamesh. But I, I mean, let's not forget, spoilers for Eternals, yeah. a figure of Eros would be quite cool. Yeah, I'll wait for when he inevitably turns up in a... But Eros would have to come with a free figure of his little dwarf dude. Pip. Pip, Pip. the troll. Pip the troll. Yeah, uh, they've which got I figure. really hope when Pip's in it bit more, they improve the CGI. <laughs> they probably would. They'd probably work on it. Yeah, it's not but, the, it wasn't the best. No. Um, they've got the figure, and it's kind of like a deluxe figure of the Deviant, the main one that talks. Okay, well, when it's a human. Form. Crow, I think. And who voices Crow? I actually don't know. Bill Skarsgård. Is it? Yeah. That makes perfect sense. Uh, but yeah, I actually didn't mind Eternals. It's slightly underwhelming, but... The big stuff that happens with stuff emerging from the planet. But there are things that happen which you think, surely this is going to have to be referenced elsewhere. Yeah, because this giant celestial comes down and everyone sees it. Everyone goes, oh, the, look. Yeah, the sky opens up and that is, that's badass. It is. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big moment. That surely any Avenger on the planet going, do we have to deal with this? I also like that, because obviously we saw in the trailer that they joke, they had the conversation about the Avengers. Mm-hmm. But I like the fact that um, oh, what's his name? He's the one I can never remember his name of. Kingo, Kingo, yes, Kingo, yeah. He says that he used to know Thor. He says I used to know Thor when he was younger, but now he won't talk to me. Oh, which means like... if we ever see them come into contact, there should, there'll be a le- there's got to be a link. Right. So I've seen, and this is something that I've noted to a couple of people, uh, but I don't know if me and you have talked about it. I doubt it. Right, so there is at the end of the film, like they tend to do, the Eternals will return. Yeah. Right. Now, because spoilers, if we've not already said it several times, Icarus dies. Yeah. Right. Does he though? Yes, he does. Does but he? You're, you, but you're you're forgetting something. The whole point of the Eternals is they've That's lived here for so long. Yeah. None of those characters, Ajax. Icarus, they're all going to be in the past. We're going to see them all again. This week in Geek. None of those actors are out of work. And I would say, I reckon we're going to see we're going to see Icarus again beyond that because we've already seen they have a Warforge full of copies. And that is true. Though, how much they'll rely on that going forward, I don't know. Well, I, I think if they don't do something like that, it kind of it breaks the whole gun thing, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. You know, there's a couple of things. Like, I think Sprite ain't going to stay human, is it? Is she? Because how, what a waste of a character. Yeah, I guess so. I also, mean, in I, the comic books, Sprite doesn't stay human. <laughs> I've surprised a boy <laughs> in the comics, I think. Um, yeah. Oh, if but... it helps, I spent half the film thinking Sprite was a boy anyway. So <laughs> I was like, short I, hair. <laughs> I think what they're right doing because Eternals didn't do that well. No, I get that because it's weird. It, yeah. it kind of doesn't always feel marvelly. I think we might see Eternals in other films. I'd like to because I think that'd be quite cool to see how they interact. Yeah. But I do think we'll get in Eternals too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I think between now and then, I think they'll put them in other films to bolster them and get you to kind of like them. And if you see this character appear, like let's say they put Kingo in Thor Love and Thunder. 
to make yeah. that connection if you're right. Well, the thing is, obviously, at the moment, depending on time phrase, Kingo is one of the ones that's been taken by Arsham. Yes, that's true, actually. It's Kingo, yeah. Faustus, and Cersei. Yeah. So we're only left with um, Fast One and the other ones. Yeah. Athena. Athena and um, Druig, whose yeah. power is overpowered. <laughs> Druig's power is like world-ending abilities, really. But you see, I like that because he basically knows that. Yeah. That's why he struggles so much in the film, because he realises... I can he do could, what I want. Yeah, and I'm being... But I also like the fact that his his main drive is peace. Yes. Because he yeah. was like, I don't like the combat. That's whenever he tried to interfere. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it was good. I, it was a good film. Uh, Izzy liked it, and I'll probably watch it again at some point. Maybe. What I'll say, at least in terms of we've had four Phase 4 films. Yeah. I preferred it to Black Widow. Yeah, the problem with Black Widow is I know it introduces us to, like, Yelena, but it's actually, a, yeah. it's a film about a character who's already dead. Yeah. So you're limited already. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's okay, so that, yeah, that's that. The only other things I've seen, I saw Quiet Place 2, which I thought was really good. I've only seen the first one at the moment. Yeah, I saw that recently. I say I've been watching a lot of films lately. Yeah. Uh, Quiet Place 2 I watched, that was really good. Um, I know it's older, but I finally watched um, Silver Linings Playbook, which was really good. Cool. Um, I've watched a few things with um, what's her face, Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've just watched a lot of random stuff. Have you seen Passengers? Yep. I like Passengers. Passengers is good. Passengers is good. This isn't geeky, but I'm catching up on EastEnders. (laughs) That's definitely not geeky. No, but the thing that makes it more like geek impressive is I'm catching up from it from where I last watched it with Amanda. We stopped watching it last February. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, we, we started some, watching it on catch up. the second day of February 2021. Today, I watched the fourth episode of May, and I've been watching it for like four days. Cool. Uh, but I'm, I'm binging. I'm geek binging. Well, if, if we're going to talk about non-geek stuff, go for it. My Saturday night is definitely The Masked Singer and Limitless Win because I really like uh, those. Uh, that's good Saturday night TV for me. <laughs> Well, I mean, if we're going to go no geekiness, there's something else back on the telly, which we joked about doing a, a separate series about. The Apprentice is back. It is. Uh, Thursdays? Yeah. Or Wednesday. Thursdays. Thursday nights. Uh, I like it. The people are stupid. The people this year are making bad, bad decisions. They're unbearable. Yes. Uh, but that's good TV. It is, it is good TV. Yeah, you're right. Good you're right. TV. Yeah. No, it's, it's... Yeah, all the things are kind of back at the moment. But I am enjoying it because, like, I really like Patreon. No, not Patreon. I read the word Patreon on my screen. Um, okay. I'm liking Apprentice. Um, what I'm not liking as much is uh, we've got a social group where three of us are in it, um, and where one of us messages the group going, are we watching this live? And two of us go, no. And one of us, me, specifically goes, I am watching this in about 40 minutes' time. And then yeah. the rest of the group proceeds to outright just discuss it. Well, this is uh, <laughs> you, you need to do what I do. I've started going in for the mute button. Oh, yeah, no, I don't want to do that. I have to sometimes. <laughs> it's it's honestly like tonight before I, so I was doing something with Carly and then suddenly there was my phone was going off and I went, yeah, there's, tw- there's 22 messages. And it was you and Matt discussing quiz night. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And I'm like, <laughs> but anyway, I think yeah. that probably that is pretty much it. Um, yeah. anything that has you've been able to vote on, 
we'll go on a poll over on our Twitter. Yeah. At the Manic with two M's. Very, Very important. important. Um, but apart from that, Tobias, yeah. I think we could think about saying goodbye. After we've said thank you for listening, if yes. you don't already, drop us a like, a follow, or a subscribe, depending on what platform you, you listen on. Yeah. Um, drop us a follow on all the socials. Maybe consider looking at our Patreon. It's one English pound a month. One English pound. So much cool stuff for one pound. Exclusive stuff. Exclusive stuff. Yes. But we'll leave that in your capable hands. Yeah. Tobias, I think it's time to say goodbye. Goodbye. Stay safe, everyone. And most importantly, stay manic.